In this podcast episode, we're going to be discussing arbiculture, mobility and strength training. I'm your host, Phil. Welcome to Vertical Playpen, and let's get into the conversation with Kirsten Locke. Thank you, Kirsten, for joining us on the podcast. This is a real treat to be able to talk to someone adjacent to our industry, but is very involved in our industry because a large part of our industry is outside and trees are outside. And that is what we are immersed in. So how did you end up into the world of being an arborist? It kind of started by getting into the outdoors and a girlfriend had introduced me to climbing and I started uh, like rock climbing in the gym. And I met someone who was talking about backpacking in Algonquin. And I was like, that sounds so cool. I'm going to do that. So I went to Mac and which is, um, it's the Canadian place where you can get all like your, you know, outdoor gear. And I spent like two grand buying everything I needed for like sleeping bags, backpack, all my stuff. And was like, okay, I'm going on a solo backpacking trip for three nights and I'm just going to go do it. And it was in the late fall and no one happened to be on the trail. Like I saw a few people going in who were coming out. And for that whole few days, I was like there by myself. And I, I honestly felt like that changed my life. Like to be completely in the woods, in the back country by yourself with the snow falling. It, like, it was just so beautiful. And I was like, gosh, like there's so much more to life. So that kind of like, all of a sudden after that, I like crazy got into hiking. Like I had just finished, I was, I had did competitive bodybuilding and I knew that wasn't for me. It had different values of so outward focused. So I got, I got crazy into hiking and then, you know, got pulled out to the mountains and I originally went to school for nursing and I thought I wanted to be kind of like an outdoor medic. I did like a bunch of courses. I went out to the UK and did like a wilderness medicine course. I was like on this path of like getting all of these steps. So that way I could go out and work for this helicopter company out in BC. And I like literally was ticking off all the boxes. I was doing all the things. I was, I got into the emerge. I got the job out in BC and everything was, was flowing that way. And then I met someone in Ontario and everything changed. I was like, oh shoot, I don't think I'm going to go take this job yet. My mom also um, got Alzheimer's. So it just was like, you know what? No, this, this isn't the right. Even though I thought it was my dream and I was, I knew I wanted to go to the mountains. I didn't take that job out there. And then I started working in the emergency department in Ontario. And my, my partner started doing tree work. They needed some help and asked me to come help one day. I came out and I loved it. I was like, I was just on the ground. I was just helping with things, but I was outside. I was around trees. I was like, gosh, I, this is where I want to be. And I, I, w I wasn't actually happy in Emerge. So I started doing tree work and stayed in Emerge. And I just, I knew it wasn't my place. And I was like, I need to quit. We had actually, by this point, a lot of things happened with this company. We had different values than them. We really wanted to focus on like people, connecting with people, actually like promoting the health of trees where this company was kind of like cut the trees down and leave. We're like this doesn't fit. So we started our own company. So I was doing that with the nursing and then was like, I need to just quit. And my partner was like, what if after the summer's over, our business is like flops? Like, we don't know how it's going to go. I was like, I'll shovel snow. I need to be outside. <laughs> like, so I quit nursing, 
we went full-time with our business and it just hit, hit off. Like it went really well. Like we've been super busy. It's, it'll be two years this year in May with our business called, um, Koala Tree for climbing, uh, arborist team. And yeah, that's kind of like a long winded answer to your questions of how I got into arbor culture. But what I found is I recently went to the, the TCIA expo. It's, um, like an arbor culture tree care expo that happens every year. And they asked everyone to put up their hands who went to school for arbor culture and only a few people put their hands up. So a lot of people get into it in like so many different ways. So I, I think that's, that's a big thing that I've learned is like, you don't have to necessarily follow all these specific steps. Like you can, if you just follow your heart, like you'll, you'll get where you want to be. What for you, you mentioned being outside and what do you, if you could try to sum it up in some words, what does it give you? Oh gosh, I can feel it in my body when you say that, like being outside, I feel, I feel so free and yet so connected. Like, it's just, I, I truly feel like we're meant to be outside and everyone has their own level of comfort in the outdoors, but I just feel like I know personally that I just thrive in the outdoors. Like I live in my van. I want to be outside as much as possible. Like I even see it in, you know, we have a, a new employee and he used to, he rock climbs, but he likes to play video games. And ever since he's been working with us, whenever we have time off, he's like, I don't go outside and I know I'm not as happy anymore. And I'm like, but he never knew that because you just get stuck sometimes in your routines. And then until you step out and like get out into the outdoors, you might not have that feeling of like, wow, this is just so special. I, I think that there's there's moments as well when I'm up in the air. So if I am climbing and I'm just off the ground, there's an awareness because of potential risk, right? Like there's the there's the much more awareness on this personal safety. And in that moment, I find that I'm not worried about anything else. So the so to be able to like truly shut off from the noise for me is very therapeutic. So if I don't have the opportunity to be out there climbing, that opportunity for me is therapeutic. So I if it wasn't for that, I don't know. I think I'd probably be very stressed or needing much more therapy than I already use. Yeah, I totally agree. I think that's like that's one of the things we always talk about with rock climbing is that it's so it's like moving meditation. Like it just brings you into yourself and with the same thing with tree climbing like when you're you literally you just are thinking about what you're doing because there's there's so much risk too with like using a chainsaw up in a tree and moving thousands of pounds of wood over people's houses like you have to be very um focused but it's 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 actually it's really not when you get into a good zone it's not stressful per se it's more just it's like flow you know, like with any type of climbing, it's, it's so special in, in that way. What is, what is the role of an arborist? Like, I know that they're, they're, you can refer to them as a doctor of trees or a defender of trees, or like, how would you describe your work? What, what is the capacity of what an arborist does? The term arborist, even like, the, it's so broad what you can even do as an arborist. I, I honestly consider it similar to like, by saying you're a nurse. Like I'm still a nurse, but with nursing, like you, there's a million things you can do, right? Same with being an arborist. Like my skill, I'm still a very new arborist. Like I, I got certified last summer, not, not even a full year that I've been certified as an arborist. Like you have to, to get your certification, you either need to go to school or have so many work hours, have been in doing similar things in the outdoors to get to then apply to write your exam. But what that gives you is you can 
you can then specialize even more. And so be like a climbing certified arborist or like go into plant healthcare or um, utility work. So there's, there's lots of different subspecialties within arboriculture. So as an arborist, you could be, and this is like, this is an interesting thing. So like I'm primarily a a tree climber. So that's kind of what I, I started on the ground and how we do it with our company is my partner and I go every other day. So he's in the tree. I'm on the ground rigging, maneuvering the ropes and lowering things, moving the brush and the wood away. And then we have another ground guy who's taking everything to the tripper. And then the next day I'll be up in the tree. Jason will be taking care of the ropes and we go back and forth like that, which is really cool. Cause it's nice to have that perspective on the ground as well. Cause we, we still work as a team and give each other input. So I'm very, um, that's more like what they call it kind of like production, like, um, the, the actual physical tree work, but we, we strongly really value saving trees. So we also do a lot of the education as well with our homeowners. So we do all of the quotes and consulting. We go and uh, meet with homeowners. And what we really want to see is like people being able to take care of their trees without needing us. So like we will teach them about proper pruning practices, about how to keep their trees living longer and healthier, and then knowing when to call us and when they need to have us come remove things and when they can do certain things themselves. I'm just starting with that. I want to learn so much more about, about plant healthcare. I want to learn more climbing techniques. There, there's still, I'm sure, even more things that you can do as an arborist than I'm even aware of. Um, like there's people doing things with cranes. Within plant healthcare, I think there's even more ways that people kind of specialize in that. So I am still learning myself. And But the, the beautiful thing about arboriculture, just like um, adventure education, and I, I think it's also similar, like the community it just wants to support you, which I've, I've come to learn, which through COVID, like, you know, it, it's you don't, I haven't got to connect with as many people, but online, everyone for the most part is, is super supportive. And if you reach out and ask people questions, they, they just want to help you. So you can always ask. And then there's so much to learn. Is it what you describe? There's a very supportive culture around the, the arborist. Yeah, there is. That's something I learned at finally going to an event, like going to that, um, the arborist, the tree care expo, like there's so many people all over the world doing such rad stuff for trees and we can learn so much from each other. And yeah, everyone is super supportive. Like there's so many people that were like, if you're, if you're down in this place, you can let me know and come work here, come work there. Like I'm super stoked. I am heading out West on Monday next week. I'm driving from Ontario out to Canmore in Alberta and Alberta and then probably to BC. I don't have any jobs lined up, but I'm just trust in the universe that I will, I'm bringing all my stuff with me. I'll be able to find work and, um, you know, connect with other people and it'll all work out. Cause yeah, I think it's, it's just like the rock climbing community or, or the tree community or adventure community, like people who love the outdoors and just want to share with other people. Like it's such a great group of people to be around. Yeah, absolutely. And if any listeners are listening and you are in the BC or the Alberta area and you need some tree work, (laughs) And connect with Kirsten. This is something I just think I, I I would love to hear your perspective on. You talk about the culture of it and you talk about all the benefits. What is what is the access into entering the world of arborists? And I also want to like, think of the lens of being a female arborist. I think it, it comes down to just honestly, if you're just if you just be a good person and reach out to people, like people who are good people are gonna respond back to you with kindness. Like I I have my certification, my partner doesn't. 
but it makes no difference. We're both great tree climbers. We both work hard. We both love what we do. And so, yeah, I do think there are, um, there are some challenges with being female, but I, I believe that that's changing. I do have an Instagram account and 90% of the information or comments or messages that I get are super positive. And I think ever since I've stopped taking it so personally, I actually feel like I get less negativity now. I feel like when I, at first I just felt so much, like I didn't want to be judged. I want to be accepted. And sometimes people would leave comments about like, your hair is too long and what are you doing up there? And be super critical of me. And I'm, I do my best to be so safe and people could, some people could still find something to be unhappy about, but I've, I've really just kind of, after being a part of the community and actually getting to meet with people. It's funny how I feel like I haven't actually seen any negative comments in a long time now that I just let it go and stop worrying about it, stop getting so hurt by it and just speaking my truth and being a kind person and, and just putting myself out there. I, I think the people who you'll get good people who want to connect with you. Um, yeah, I, I think too, when I was at that event, I could see that they had said it was shifting for women. Like it was a, um, a woman in Arbor Culture Day, and there was a small group of men there, which they had never had men attend before. So that was, that was really cool. And so, yeah, I think, I think women are getting out there more. I think social media helps with that. Like there's a lot of big, you know, media accounts of, of women doing rad shit and being good people. And yeah, I think a huge, a huge thing, I think what I learned from last year is believing in yourself. Like, because there's a million reasons why you could say that you're not, not good enough, but there's even more reasons why you could say that you are like, I I used to be so hard on myself and be like, but I didn't go to school for this. And I'm teaching myself. I'm learning from someone and, and be so, so hard on myself for any mistakes. And it's like, it doesn't matter how you get there. Everyone learns, everyone's doing their best. And like, when you just like let all that go and just like believe, like I'm learning, I am enough. Like, gosh, like things, shifts so much for you. And, um, I I think that's a huge thing, no matter what you're doing is to just believe that you can do it. And then people will help you. People will support you and, and you'll get where, wherever you want to (laughs) go. I also think that there is a, is a piece to a lot of people in this field who in ours, and I'm, and I'm sure as well yours, and even indicating that you're now about to embark on a mystery tour with no knowledge of, of the work. There is a adventuresome nature to people who work in our field because we're willing to step out of comfortable, right? Like, mm-hmm. and I, I found that path has been similar in every, nearly every single person I've interviewed there's been a point at which you've stepped out of being comfortable. Like I moved to another country. Like that's not something that everyone does. So have you always had that through your entire life, having that confidence to make those steps or have you had it through experiences? I think when I want to, when I really want to do something, I have, I just have to do it. I definitely have fear. Like I, I, I'm not like fearless all the time. Like I, I get scared. I get nervous. And sometimes it can get the best of me. And I may curl up in my van for a little bit, <laughs> but generally like if there's something I want to do, like I will find a way to do it because I don't know. I, I truly, I believe in like following your heart, following your intuition. Like if you, and when you start doing that, like life changes for you. Like it, it kind of started when like after I got out of bodybuilding and I got into hiking at the same time, I, found this book called breaking the habits of being yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza. 
And he kind of combines like spirituality of like meditation with like quantum physics and science and just how like you can literally create whatever you want in life. Like you can, you get to create your life and you can choose to focus on things that get you down or you can choose to follow your passions. And when I read that and like, I started changing things, like life just was like changed for me like crazy. And so I trust that if I know I need to do something, like everything will work out. Like, so there was, (laughs) there was this one time uh, a friend had asked me to come out to Canmore. I'd never been to the mountains and he was like, come out, you know, we'll, we'll go hiking for a week. I just got into hiking and he um, bailed on me like right before the trip. And I, I had never met him. Anyways, that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> I met him online and I'm so grateful. I met, I, I connected with him because it was like, I feel like everything was meant to be. Cause it was just like, my, my friends were like, don't go out West. You've never been in the mountains. You're going in the like middle of winter. You don't know what you're doing. And I was like, no, I need to go. I had nowhere to stay. I had nothing figured out. I flew there and like, I rented a car and started hiking up one of the mountains in Canmore and met like this lovely old man and him and his, him and his wife invited me for dinner afterwards. He was a mountaineer. She was a retired nurse and I stayed for them for the whole week. They were so awesome. They're such good friends now. And it's just like, when you put yourself out there and just trust that it'll work out, like magic happens. It's, it's incredible. And, and then you meet such awesome people and you know, obviously you still want to be safe in the things that you're doing, but if you're safe and, and just follow your heart, it'll work out. <laughs> I think I've maybe mentioned this in the podcast or I've used the PG more version of it, but the whole reason I'm in the States in the first place is because I actually uh, was a, a student bar and I had way too much to drink. A guy came around with this flyer saying like, would you like to work in America? And drunkenly I signed up Six months later, I got an acceptance for an application to work in the States at a summer camp. So the whole reason I'm here in the first place, it was a drunken mistake. I don't know. I guess I'll go. And here I am 15 years later, still working here. One of the aims of the podcast is to help emerging professionals learn about different ways that you can find careers in our industry. Now, what's awesome about right now is that there are positions available at High Five Adventure, which is the organization I work at, based in Vermont. Now, you can find those by going to our website, highfiveadventure.org. Go to the About Us section. It's in the top right-hand corner. Click down, go to Joining the High Five Team, and you will find all of the jobs that we currently have available at High Five. Keep an eye out because there are going to be some future job positions available coming soon. Anyway, back to the episode. The last thing I want to touch on uh, is something that I I found benefit in through your um, Instagram account, and it's your mobility and strength programs. Now, the reason I bring this up is that I am I am a long time uh, lower back sufferer, so I have some issues with my lower back, and the work that I do is predominantly either it's in the air or most of the time I'm actually on the ground looking up. Like probably what you might have to do for some of the rigging for your partner is like you're doing this like constantly yep. leaning backwards. And so I went to a, a physiotherapist and they had me walk 
Now, they had no idea of what I was doing for a work, but like they had me walk up and down a corridor like to assess me because I was struggling with my back. And they said, do you look up a lot in your work? And I was like, what? How did they know? And it was because I was kind of like arching my back. Like I wasn't keeping myself straight anymore because of the constant repetitive. So anyway, on this tangent, there's a lot of people who work in our industry who I don't think take enough care of their bodies when it comes to the work that we do, because there's a lot of repetitive strain on it yeah. and people will often bring up like later on in their life like oh yeah my shoulders hurt my back is hurt and yeah. what's some just advice some tips for anyone who's working in our field that you think is really or essential things that they should know when it comes to protecting their bodies yeah oh gosh i could talk for a really long time about that um i think it's super important to be mindful of your body because i think i personally think that if it, it's awesome to get outside and exercise, like to go and go climbing, tree climbing, rock climbing, skiing, surfing, wh- whatever your sport is. But typically, like whatever type of movement you're doing, it's not very balanced. Like it's your, your, you know, if you're if you're rock climbing a lot, like that can be a lot of strain with your elbows or your forearms or your back, or it's very pulling based, you know. So I think it's really important to to balance that out and. So with mobility training, I really focus on like your spine, your pelvis and your scapula. They're kind of like your three main stabilizing parts of your body, like your spine and it takes care of your, your full body, your scapula is your upper body, your pelvis, your lower body, making sure those three are in alignment and mobile. So you have stability and mobility in those areas. And that can only like, even just doing like 10 minutes in the morning, even just a few days a week, getting those areas in alignment can then set you up to move so much better. And it's not going to take away from your sport. It's it's really going to just add to it. People can always reach out to me or they can look up online about stability and mobility exercises, but they don't have to be very strenuous. And it also is super helpful for you because with mobility exercises, you're really tapping into your parasympathetic nervous system. So you're breathing, you're slowing your body down, which also helps with your recovery. So you're not just getting your body in alignment, but you're also helping your body to recover better. So that way you can do the things you love more or get back to them quicker, right? Because we only can, our bodies can only do so much. So I think looking at the, looking at that is important. And then when it comes to taking care of your body, looking at how you're recovering. And when it comes to recovery, I kind of focus that on like six areas. So that'll be movement. So what I just talked about, about getting your body in alignment. And then breathing, making sure that you can breathe well, you have maybe some type of breath practice mindset. So that kind of includes like meditation or spirituality connection, or that's connecting with people, the earth, yourself, like that, that all ties into our health. Right. And then sleep, like how well you're sleeping, your nutrition and your hydration. And so looking at those different aspects, you don't have to like work on every single one, but even making like looking at what area you maybe lack the most in, like let's say your sleep sucks. So just starting with having a better sleep routine and and working on your sleep. Now you're going to recover better. You're going to get to do the things that you love more. And so it doesn't need to be a lot when it comes to trying to make improvements with your health, but just little things here and there. Like that's something I've come to learn is because because I like teach this stuff, I sometimes am like, Hey, I want to do everything and like be on point with my, my eating, my drip, my water intake, my sleep, my exercise, my mobility. And like, it can be a lot. And so it's like, okay, what does my body need right now? Gosh, I really need to just make sure my water's up because I've been really dehydrated the last few days. Okay. And then it's like, okay, checking in. What does my body need right now? 
I'm really stiff. I'm going to do some extra mobility. So it's kind of like using that to flow with your health and to just be aware of it and take care of yourself. And then you can do what you love. Super appreciate you saying all of this because I think that there's something that I need to do better at because I, as I experienced, have some issues with my back. So trying to do those things, I'm a terrible sleeper and I don't drink enough water. So those are two things I could already tell you I'm going to take from this and do more of. <laughs> so trying to make sure that like we are looking after ourselves, um, I think is super important because it's such, we do an active job. We're really passionate about it, but how often do we actually really take that? mindset of protecting ourselves if we're going to go out there and be in the role of being responsible for other people in, in situations like ourselves where i'm going to be training others i need to be on on point so the last thing i want to ask is your story i think is is full of advice in itself just from the the, the stance of being willing to take that leap but what other advice would you have for someone who's starting out new i would say if you have questions just always just reach out and ask people because I, each person will have their own story of how they got into it. So like I kind of fell into it. Like, like someone asked me to come out and help and went from there. Right. So you could always reach out to different companies and, and look at what companies are doing. Cause there's, there's so many different things you can do, right? Like how there's tree climbing or there's working on the ground, there's plant healthcare, there's education. Gosh, there there's, there's so many things you can do with arboriculture, but I'd also say like, to try different things and see what the things that you like, because you might start with something and like it, but then there might be something else that you might like even more. So just to stay, stay open-minded. And I guess a big thing too, I would say is to give yourself time to figure it out. Like my very first time I put on spurs was in the backyard and spurs are the, they kind of wrap around your calf and have little spikes on them and you use them for removing trees, not for trimming them because they poke little holes in the tree. But if you're removing it, you can kind of use it to get up the tree. So I put those on and, and we were taking out our backyard tree. Um, I had never climbed yet. I hadn't got into arboriculture yet. I, my partner had just got into it. And I was like, gosh, this is so hard. I'm going to stick with nursing. Oh, hell no. I'm not jealous anymore. I, 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 it's fine. But it just comes with time. Like when you first try something, it can feel so awkward. So unsure. You might be like, oh, I suck at this. I'm not good at this. I'm not meant to do this. And it's like, no, just stick with it for a bit. Try different things. Pump yourself up. And you may come to realize like, oh, wow, I'm actually really good at this. Or I actually really love this. If you want to ask questions about trees, mobility, strength training, health, even when I just say hi, I, I do my best, um, to get back to, I will, I'll answer everyone. Sometimes it may take a day or two or take a little bit, depending if I have uh, internet in my van, but, um, my Instagram is at brave.roots and you can message me there. Thank you so much for Kirsten. What you're doing for uh, your industry, what you're doing for people who would be maybe interested in arboriculture. Um, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And then what about thanks for listening to High Fives Podcast? Can you do it? Okay, try. Thanks for getting Article Pasta, guys! <laughs>